Hey everybody, welcome to the Soapy Box. I'm Denali Bell and this is Tyler Bell. I'm excited to talk to you about my favorite subject today. One of my kids, Tyler Bell. It's me. <laughs> um, we're going to discuss his journey. He works in the music industry. He is an artist, a producer, and an engineer. Mm -hmm. And I want to discuss with him his journey within that at his age and this time as a Christian, as a not... I guess in the beginning, maybe not a very active Christian and how you've evolved as a Christian in your music and kind of get a feel for what it is like for people and how you want to pursue your interests going forward, given where you are with God. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> is that good. right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I thought we would just start out. Can you tell us just a little bit about your journey with God, like how you found God or yeah. when you became a Christian? I think... Like most Christians, you kind of start growing up in a family that is Christian. Um, and I believe that I had faith at a very young age, and I got baptized at, when I was eight. Just looked at the photos yesterday with Nicole. It was oh, you fun. did? That is yeah. so cool. Yeah. I have a story about that. Uh -huh. um, I don't know if you remember this, or I've probably told you this before. So I wasn't, like I was a Christian, but I also didn't have a great relationship with God when you got baptized. Yeah. And so when you wanted to get baptized, I got scared. I was like, <laughs> I was trying to talk you out of it. Sorry, God. But I was like, do you, this is a big deal. Like, this is a big thing. And you wanted to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. had your Jesus Rules t-shirt you were wearing to school. Yeah. I was like eight wearing a Jesus yes, Rules t-shirt. I was so was scared awesome. for you. Yeah. I th okay. The first day time I sent you to school in it, I thought, okay, I'm going to get a call. They're either going to kick him out of school yeah. or some kid's going to be mean to him. And I just... You're just so bold. You went, mom was scared and you did the right thing. I didn't think twice. I thought everybody loved Jesus. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? <laughs> yeah. That's so awesome. Yep. Raise your kids that way. Yeah. Planning <laughs> on it. Um, but yeah, I, I think I had like a good faith when I was younger. And as I became a teenager, I became a little more focused on the world and learning who I was in the world and finding my identity in the world because mm -hmm. that's what I thought. Oh, that's what people did. Um, and I went to other things for validation, like drinking drugs, um, what bad behavior. Let's, let's leave it at that. Um, and I think the more that I kind of separated myself from God and took a step into a different lifestyle without him, I just kind of, I, I fell into like a deeper, darker state. You seemed um, really depressed. I was really some depressed of those years. for a long time. I was really depressed for a while. And I didn't know my worth. I didn't know my value. I didn't know who I was or what I wanted to do. Um, and then I found music. And that was really cool because it did take me a step away from that. Mm -hmm. At least I had direction at that point. Um, you found a passion that yeah. you, you could relate to. I found a passion. I found what I thought was a purpose. And I still believed in God. I never like did not believe in God. I was just, I would say, had a dead faith. You know, I wasn't involved in my faith. I wouldn't wasn't actively praying every day. Um, it was just only when I needed it the most. <laughs> Thank you, God. <laughs> um, Thank you for your relentless pursuit of all of us. Yes. I was still feeling like there was a void there, obviously, mm -hmm. a void that only Jesus could fill. And even though I felt like I had my passion and my purpose, I still felt depressed. Like there was still something that like felt like wrong with me thing things in my life were chaos and I was bringing in 
creating chaos in my life. Mm-hmm. What was your music like that at that time? Depressing. If <laughs> yes. pretty much stuff that I have released now. <laughs> okay, so what was I found interesting about your music at this time? It was so good. Yeah. But it was so dark. Yeah. But it was um kind of this doc live documentation of where you yeah. were at the time. Uh-huh. I like to think of like music as like a journal that I've created for myself. Yes. As an artist. Um I think that before like music that I have now mm-hmm. is like, I think I've gone through different stages of my life where I felt like a dark thing. Mm-hmm. And I focused like a set of music around that dark feeling. Um, at first, like my first tape was stuck and I felt like stuck in my life. I felt like I was at this point where I just couldn't achieve anything. I couldn't move forward in my life. And I was just, I don't know, just lost, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next one was like, it was the hall of shame where I was very shameful. And I felt like I felt these two things for a very long time. And there were just, just dark points that I had without God mm-hmm. in it. You know, there were, that, that was a result. That was the fruit of me having a dead faith. I felt like it. Um, but the, my music was very focused on, on that. My music was very focused on like myself and who I was in those moments. I mean, it's art. It's yeah. reflecting where you are in life. Yeah. And that, that's and all my music. And sometimes it's not pretty, much. right? Yeah. Or, or it's, if you looked at my journal, yeah. you'd see some darkness at sometimes too. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, and it's either that or just being an ignorant person <laughs> and just talking crap. You know what I mean? But right. Well, feeling out who you are. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I, I make rap and hip hop and obviously like a big point of that is to be a large, loud and bold, boisterous personality. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that just like not knowing who I am, I wanted to fit the mold. Well, and I think sometimes, and I think maybe this is what your twenties are for is to put your toe in the water and figure out who you are Yeah, and to try things and to see what works and what feels right. right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And learn how to be led by God. Yeah. So what made you think of music? Like what what started you down that journey of music? Um, I always saw friends Uh that like made it. They had Ableton. They like downloaded an illegal version of it. Um, buy all your software. Don't steal it. <laughs> it's wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> um, but I always like thought it was like the coolest thing. I just never thought I could do it. And then I remember I was like, screw it, man. Let's just let's just get a let's get Ableton, like the little version. Uh-huh. And then I started learning it and I thought it was cool. And then in college, when I first started college, I uh I really started to like want to learn about it in a deep, obsessive way. And so much so that I was like this is all I can think about. This is all I really want to do. And fortunately enough for you, like for me, um, you guys were able to, you know, be like, support it and be like, you should just pursue this. Like, why not? You know? And well, I think that's a huge blessing that I've received. I <laughs> to have parents that support a music career. So sometimes God gives me a word over people and you know this, but this is for the people watching. Um, not always, but sometimes I just, see this word over people and I have to get it out. And I yeah. saw that music over you yeah. and I don't know that I fostered all of it. Great. Mm-hmm. But I knew it, we had to support it because that's where God wanted you. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. I think there's a lot of people that think like that or are going to university studying something they don't care about. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really cool. Cause I think everybody can achieve whatever they want to do as long as they apply themselves and love it. You know, I think so too. And I think that, I think I heard a funny thing, like, what is it? Everybody says, like, you know, um, if you love what you, 
like do, you don't never work a day in your life. But I think it's more like if you love what you do, you can work harder than everybody else. And That's true. <laughs> and you can work hard. Yeah. So um, I don't actually have anything in my life that I can work as hard as you do at. I've never, you know, I've seen you work when you were first learning, especially because yeah. you were still living at home back then. Mm -hmm. You would work on beats, yeah. just creating beats. Yeah. And sometimes it would be like 16 hours. Yeah. And it was it, fun. I had, I had a lot to learn. It was I knew, so I knew cool. I had a lot to learn. I was just excited to be doing it. And I think another thing that happened, which was not a great thing because I had some interesting parts of who I thought I was happened down the road was I made my identity like a producer or a mm. rapper, or I made my identity that like position. So yes, career. you were very narrowly focused on yeah. who you wanted to be and who you thought you were at the time. Yeah. And what do you think has changed since then? How do you feel now? So I think as I got in a relationship with Nicole, uh -huh. we both decided to pursue God. Mm. So Praise God, and doing that, I learned a lot about faith, what it means to actually be a Christian, learning sound doctrine and, and, and understanding what the New Testament says. I, I mean, I started there. I just finished it um, or about to finish it. Um, but I think that I found my identity in these things for so long and I didn't know my identity in Christ. So what were you finding your identity in? Oh, I was. Oh, what was I finding my identity? Uh -huh. um, I was finding like who I thought people would like me as. Okay. So like, and what? Who was that guy? A successful rapper that had yes. all the cool things in his life and, and lived a grand life and had all this cool stuff and you know, I like don't know. a lot of. Was there like a materialistic it was component? A ma materialistic. Um, Did you want fame? Yeah, I want. I just wanted people to like me mm -hmm. for so long, and I think I always wanted people to like me, and I think that's why was, I behaved the way I did in yeah. high school and grew growing up. You know. So early on, do you think fame was a driving factor? I think part of it. I wasn't uh -huh. like the only thing though. Like I just liked the actual work of it. Like I thought it was fun to create something. Mm -hmm. Like there's something. I think the most rewarding part about music is right after you finish something. Yeah, and you get to listen to it and enjoy it by yourself. Was I think money after a driving that, factor? Oh yeah, I mean okay. like, all I I made music, but I didn't know how I was going to get money yeah. doing it. I just thought it just lands in your lap when okay. you're an artist, you know. So where do you where do you see yourself now as being your driving factor? It seemed just to be honest with you, when you were young, like younger, when yeah. you first started this many years ago, um, you wanted that image. Yeah. So is it, that fair? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's funny. Was... I think like I'm a person that grew up with privilege. Yes. And I got my, all my role models were people that came from the hood, like, you know uh -huh. what I mean? And, and, and my friends were people that had hard upbringings a little bit. And I felt like, why do I deserve this? Why do I, why should I be able to have a successful musical career? And even some of the artists you worked with yeah. maybe had a, a yeah, little harder. For sure. And and for me, it's like, you know, I, like I haven't had a whole lot of intense hardships in my life. Mm -hmm. I think just more emotional things, self-identity things and relationship things were like just the harder things. I think it's all know? relative. I think it's relative, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and I think like you can't say one person's pain is harder than another no. person's pain, but um, there was a, a factor in there that made me think that I didn't deserve it or like I had had this story that made me this type of way, but... Did you find that you were maybe more inauthentic in your music at that point? Yeah, <laughs> so... 
I think there was a lot of truth in it that you might not want to hear, but like a lot. I of, really want you to say it was all inauthentic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just I, I have some harsh music, um, especially at the beginning because I just represented like a an alter ego. I think mm-hmm. of someone like an identity that I wanted. To but be. you wanted to be, yeah, or who but, you wanted or to be perceived. Who I thought as? I wanted to be, yeah, but not actually though because it's out of my comfort zone and it's obviously a bad place to be. I don't want to be a person that's having sex with multiple girls, doing drugs all the time and living a shallow life. Did you want to, at that point in your life, did you want to be perceived as that? Did you feel like that was I don't think what that was, was typical it. in that musical genre? So you wanted to fit in? I wanted to have more girls in my life. I wanted to have a lot of money. I wanted to have okay. adventurous times and not stress about money. I think, okay. I think though, though it wasn't like what it made me look like. Okay. Other than someone that attracts people people to them. Okay. You know, and I thought that by having these things that would happen. And I just wanted to be loved, right? probably (laughs) the story of the world, right? Yeah. We all want to be loved. So we sometimes grasp at incorrect things to make people love us. Yeah, I agree. Like I would say now your, your focus is a little bit different and where you're headed with your music. Yeah. So I think the music industry is quite evil. And yeah, so me too. <laughs> do you? Okay. And so for me, I had watched a lot of rappers online when you were, cause your music is good. Thank and you. I thought this kid's going to make it. And I was almost worried that you would grow, blow up and get a label yeah. <laughs> to sign you or something crazy <laughs> and lose who you were. Yeah. And then I started watching these rappers on YouTube talking mm. about just how evil it is. People yeah. who had been in the industry and, I think anytime you're like looking for fame and power, if even though that isn't what you're get doing, that's yeah. what you would get, right? Yeah. To yeah. achieve your goals I of wanted, having extra money. I wanted the these benefits. things come with it. Yeah. And it I think it changes who you are as a person if you're not super grounded. Yeah. What I did was like, oh, I'm a producer. So I put that hat on for a while. Like I'm I'm strictly a producer, but I dabble in being an artist. What does a producer look like? What does he have like in his life, what does he wear? How does he act? Like, oh, okay. I'm trying to mold myself into like this archetype. Instead right? of just being you. Instead of just being me. Cause I didn't okay. know how to be me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, again, that's part of your twenties and also yeah. part of knowing who you are in Christ. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. Is to figure that out. So I see that, you know, when you very first started, it was rap only. Yeah. It was it. Yeah. <laughs> Just in the last few years, you've really opened up all different music genres. You're yeah. playing guitar, you play a little piano. I haven't released any of that stuff yet. You haven't? So, yeah, everything okay. that's released now is like, I only released, I haven't released much. So I, okay. and I go through this thing where like, I have released music and I hate it. Uh-huh. I don't like, I only, a couple songs I like that I've released. And then as I release them, I have like mountains of new songs that I have along the way that I've made that I think are far superior. And then as I release them, I don't like them anymore. And then (laughs) all my stuff, when I explain to people like I'm, like the music I make and like, they're like, Oh, I like your new song that you made. I'm like, ah, man, like all my new stuff's way better. You know what I mean? That's, (laughs) that's how my brain works. Cause I just don't, everything's upgrading every time I make a song. But what, like now it's, it's definitely expanded a lot. So everything out right now is like rap. But you're open to 
other influences, yeah, which you yeah. were not before. Yeah, yeah. So now, like, I, I mean, I'm just listening to country, bro. Like, screw it. <laughs> That's <laughs> I'm listening awesome. to Christian music. I'm listening to a lot of rock and like punk music and stuff, and just all the all these. Different I think things. you can learn a lot from listening yeah. to different types of music. Yeah, I mean, yeah, not all sure. good for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so you. Don't do you have any desire to get a record label or do you want to remain independent? I don't know if, if it's fair and if it makes sense. Like, I don't, I don't know if that's a thing, is it? Um, yeah, there, there's different kinds of deals that you can do where it seems like a little bit fair, and I want it to be more of a mutual partnership rather than alone, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I would like to be able to participate, get money, but I don't want to be like. Owned. owned. Like, I, I want to be able to have freedom. I want to be able to... As an artist, to do the music yeah. you want? Yeah. I, I don't, don't think that's a thing. Yeah. Is it? it? Yeah, there is. There's is some it? deals. I think there's some deals. Okay. Um, and, and it depends Well, you on, know, you talk more to these guys than I But it's I less mean. about your musical integrity, and it's about your marketing now. Well, you live in the best of times to do something like this, yeah. where you can do it on your own and yeah. you can market it or you can find somebody to help you market or you yeah. can, you know, yeah. we lived in the best of times uh, yeah. for music in some ways and in some ways not, Yeah, you know, cause in the olden days, the, the, they had the record come out yeah. and then the marketing people went and just pushed, pushed the radios to play it. Yeah. And then they got paid. Yeah. So it's all about money. Yeah. <laughs> pay yeah. to play. But I guess it's similar to now because people pay to play on Spotify, right? Kinda. Through like playlist playlisting. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not a very like reliable service. There's different avenues you can go about it and you can get placements on like actual like even Spotify playlists, you know, if you pitch it to them. Um but most of the time people or not most of the time, but a lot of people are going to third party playlists to have a lot of audience, like a big audience, mm-hmm. an, an audience that yeah. not an actual audience, maybe it was a robot or something. They're spending money and then they're getting about 8,000 views. Okay. But the thing is, is like, you're just paying for views at that point. You're not paying for fans really. Right. You know what I mean? Let's talk about the dark underbelly of the music industry. Okay. Because you have friends in it, you're yeah. in it, you hear stories about it. Yeah. I hear stories about it. Doesn't it concern you to be part of the industry that really does promote a lot of evil? Yeah. Let's so let's use Travis Scott for an for yeah. an example. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's an easy one or Lil Nas. Yeah. Or yeah. is it Nas? <laughs> Just Lil, joking. <laughs> Lil Nas X. Um like Doja Cat, right? And oh. you'll see like a well, sad. so so the way that it looks like is like they don't. She doesn't believe in Christianity, but there's a lot of people that do that don't respect her message, mm-hmm. or have held her down, or she has received a church hurt of some sort. And do we it, know this, or are we? No, guessing? I mean, I'm just like for example. I mean, like there might be a reason. She just it, it looks like that. Okay. And then it seems it, it, she went so far the other way for a publicity stunt. Almost is what I it feels like. That's what it is. But. There's been but a lot of weird conspiracy stuff behind it. Like she had a birthday with a Freemason sign on it, and it was, and it was like it was supposed to be like an eyes wide shut or whatever, mm-hmm. like like birthday themed party. Which but is there's no Freemasonry evil. in there, and the cake was based on it. I don't know. I mean, like whatever. I, like, so I, oh, this is what I think of the yeah. Doja Cat. Yeah, the Doja Cat. <laughs> so I saw the video recently um, on social media, and it was. So much satanic imagery, mm-hmm. 
so much that it's being promoted as yeah. a satanic video, yeah. right? Whether you believe it or not, it's promoting and putting it out there. Yeah. And I'm seeing this as a normal trend now, which would not ever have been in my time. Yeah, I mean, so Madonna pressed the envelope for sure um, when she did her stuff mm -hmm. in the 80s, but it was very sacrilege and very, um, I, I guess I was a kid, so I didn't think it was a big deal, but looking mm -hmm. back on it, I cannot believe that society was just okay with it. Like there, yeah. this is definitely happening. And now it's not just the one Madonna out there. It's a lot of them. Yeah. What's that kid's name? Sam. Sam Smith. Yep. Oh yeah. He did the unholy song. Yeah. So it's interesting. Like, so artists that I've like watched do this is like Playboy Cardi. Mm -hmm. And he started repping a lot of like upside down crosses and they might've made a different meaning for it than what a normal Christian might think of. You know what I mean? Um, do you think in any way promoting the devil is a good thing? No, but yeah. they think they like dark imagery, right? Mm -hmm. And I like dark imagery for a long time. And I still do because I think, do you like, think there's it an aesthetic, right? opens you up right? to darkness, though? I think it does. So it, it, it depends what kind of darkness it is, though. Like, I like a like dark furniture. Okay. Right? I get that. I think when we open up our world. But it's dark words, dark. Yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think, like, you know, to, it opens yourself up, to I, obviously. Satanic but it's imagery so, to promote it for him. It feels like it. it opens up your world to darkness and all of the people seeing it. So, so his label opium, uh -huh. he signed more people and, and they, they rock a lot of upside down crosses and people asked them like, no, like the same stuff, like we don't rock with it. Like, that's not cool. And they're like, like, I believe in God, but well, well Satan does believe in God. Yeah. But like, <laughs> well, it's stuff like that where it's like, and, and, and in the comments, people are saying like, bro, like, like you believe in a fairy tale and blah, blah, blah. Or like, just because he's rocking this, like, doesn't mean he's like a bad person, bro. Like, just listen to his music, bro. Like, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And it's becoming normalized for along across like the whole way. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of people kind of making like this weird switch that's like, you don't know whether or not they're kind of on some dark stuff. I don't know. I feel mm -hmm. as myself, if I was a musician, I am a Christian. I love Jesus. I yeah. could not do it. Yeah. I, you I couldn't. You but, so, Did you so, know in some of these contracts, they're not allowed to say Jesus? Yeah. It's, it's in their contracts? Uh -huh. I think it's interesting. Like, they, I feel like it, there's like a publicity stunt almost in it Could to you shock do that? Christian viewers. Could you do that as a no, publicity No, absolutely. Stunt? Well, because I have a faith in it and, and a loyalty, saying. but they don't have a faith in a loyalty. That's my, right? That was my point. So uh, to them, it's kind of like, whatever, like, it doesn't really mean a big deal. And Christianity is an easy one to point your fingers at and be like, no, you guys are messed up. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know that I think they're messed up. I think they're lost. And I think Satan is whispering in their ears. People are pointing fingers at Christianity because it's the top religion and there's been a lot of church hurt and a lot of stuff yes. that people haven't taken five seconds, more yes. than five seconds to like actually research. You know what I mean? That's the truth. Yeah. Yes. So... So you wouldn't rock that kind of imagery? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, like... But you have in the past. Yeah, well, like, I mean, nothing satanic. Right. Right? But, like, I like, like I don't know, like, just dark stuff I think is cool. Like, I like... Right. I like, like skeleton stuff. Yeah, like skulls. Like, to... I got a skull tattoo right there. <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize that for some reason. Yeah, but, and like, to me, it's kind of like... A lot. <laughs> but, it, it, I mean, it, it, like, clothes and fashion and stuff. Like, okay. I think it looks cool. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. But it doesn't mean it's like, I'm just because I'm wearing it. I don't think like this tattoo means I'm opening a door, right? Okay, so I don't know. I don't know for sure, but yeah. 
I don't want to take those risks. Yeah. Because I found that opening the door in just small ways, like watching a movie that I shouldn't yeah. have, like when I'm convicted by the Holy Spirit, brings something with it that I don't want in my home. Yeah. But there, there was intention with this, right? Right. There was an unintentional thing that happened to you when you watched TV. No, I'm just saying, and I don't, th- I'm not saying that skull No, I know. But I don't think that this opened a door. I don't know. I don't I mean, so. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I don't so. feel in I my spirit that- was, I got it with uh, my friend yeah. on my birthday. And it was just like, yeah. let's just get a stupid tattoo, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't I don't know how I feel about tattoos still. I yeah. mean, I really like your tiger. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's not for me to judge. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. want a tattoo, have one. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I think there's no, some It's gone like- are the days that you can only be a rock star or yeah. <laughs> a famous basketball player and have tattoos. Everyone has them now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I think- I don't know. I mean, I get like some of it, but I don't think it's that deep Some with some of it. You know I don't. I, mean? I, I do. I think when we are, we don't take seriously that demonic imagery, we are, it's, we're helping the devil out. Yeah. We're like saying, okay, we're going to normalize this and this is okay for your kids to consume. This is okay. This is just the new yeah. normal way, mm-hmm. which is I think how the enemy gets into our world mm-hmm. and more and more and it's normal or it's no big deal. Yeah. And I think the no big deal is the enemy loves that. <laughs> he loves that people think he's no big deal. Yeah. He loves it. So his work is done. Yeah. Was it like the, the, what is it? The greatest lie or whatever? What is yeah. it? The devil ever told was that he wasn't real. Yes. Um, so it's, in, so there's an artist, his name's Saw Baby. And he has an upside down cross with 666 right here. And to him, it means unknownism. And that's what he calls it, where it's like, we don't know what happens after death. We don't know what's actually real and true. And to him, right? And it's kind of like a, it's like a Satanism thing where it's like, you're like, maybe like you're God, you know what I mean? Like inside. Um, and, And it's interesting that like, he might not like, he, he doesn't believe right mm-hmm. in any of that, but he went to the dark imagery to represent the enemy in that situation because so he's marketing it looks like, it looks like a, a defiant, like you're defying against something that is well-believed. And I think that. I don't think it's that, I don't think to, it's that innocent, even when they say it's that innocent. Yeah. For think, you to be able to do yeah. that is yeah. a whole nother step than just saying, I'm not sure if I believe. But I see kids that like maybe just don't believe, but mm-hmm. wear like upside down crosses because they think it's cool. Or like wear the Thrasher like pentagram shirt because they think it's cool, right? I do. Because they're skaters and like, that's just their and culture. And that's become normalized in yeah. society. Yeah. And that is my fear. And that's my, I mean, we, cause we've talked about this a lot yeah. in ad nauseum. You're probably even sick about having <laughs> this conversation here. <laughs> That I do, I do think it's serious. I think we open up darkness when we're willing to tattoo six 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 on our forehead. I know. I mean, like to be honest, like that's just wild. Like you're really yeah. gonna print that on your body forever. I mean, like, I feel bad for that kid. Like, yeah. I, I, I do. You know, it sucks because I, I like his music. Yeah, <laughs> and, and mean, it's hard because like it, it's interesting. Like all these artists that like are doing this and making this like weird publicity switch. It's hard because I love their music. Like Lil Uzi Vert. Oh my gosh, his music is so good. Like, like to me, like I really yeah. appreciate it. And then he just does this, and I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> I just can't listen to you like this now. You know what I mean? I can't like keep. You're not. You I can't, can't promote put it. you in my playlist now. You know what I mean? So how do you do you? I, it feels like to me, and I it might just because I'm hypersensitive because you're working in this industry and yeah. you meet artists, the whole nine yards. 
does it feel like it's a growing trend to do this, like Lil Nas with all his devil and his blood in his shoes? And it's then so you have weird. Doji Cat, and then you have, you know, Lady Gaga with I'm her meat dress and the spirit cooking. I, it's so weird. Like under like Sam Smith, like unholy yes. performance, everybody's like, you're so brave, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that is like the least brave thing. The bravest thing that he could have done is went up and say, I love Jesus. That like, would have been brave. That would have been actually world. brave. You know <laughs> that what I mean? would have been super brave <laughs> in today's world. It's just like, wow, you just represented the devil. Who cares? It, and I think it's interesting. Like, if you don't believe, like, why are you choosing to represent the bad guy? It's an interesting. Why? Because it sells? I think because I, this is what I think it is. I think I have a couple of conspiracy theories on this. One, I think the enemies uses the music industry, mm -hmm. right? Because that's that's a great way to get in people's minds and their heads mm -hmm. and the lyrics. And I also believe that these producers and these labels, I don't, I, I don't think they're real great people. Uh, the yeah, way they've treated the fruit would be of how they've treated their artists. Mm -hmm. The fruit would be of how they do things. I've met right? a couple studio owners, and I don't like some. Yeah, of <laughs> yeah. I do worry that these kids might be doing it and being sold. This is just publicity, but I do worry like yeah. Travis Scott. Okay. So he had that concert where people literally died at, they had an incredible satanic energy there. Even people were recording yep. from there that there was bad stuff happening there. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of weird synchronicities and what happened. And I, I just wonder why this is becoming such a normal trend and everyone's just accepting it in your age group. I think some of it can be publicity, right? Mm -hmm. It's because they they want to live on the border of, do I believe in and represent God or not? You know, mm -hmm. And then something like this happens. Look how much Travis Scott was talked about after that. I know. I mean, like I talked you, about him. I didn't even know who he was until right? I saw the video of Look the- you got word of mouth. You got mm -hmm. every marketing outlet talking about it, or every every news outlet, every marketing source talking about it. Your name is brought up, and mm -hmm. like I like that situation. People like actually died because of it, and I don't know if that was, you know, on purpose. I can't say. I mean, we can't it's hard. Know. Like, like we can't know, and and I, at the same time, though, like you are accountable because mm -hmm. it's your concert. Right. And your point of your whole concert is to rage, to reach new levels of rage. The this sounds, fruit of that that's going to sounds be. satanic in itself. The hate, the disdain, and that—that that was my other point with these other artists. It's hard because I like it's Travis Scott's music. It's almost <laughs> like they're—they're they're giving the finger to Christians, right? Is yeah. what they're doing on purpose. Well, it's to like a, rebellion. To, it it's is. like punk rock, right? Oh, that's true. It's like huh? punk rock, where they're like. Screw the system. But yeah, the most but punk rock thing right now is Christianity in my eyes. <laughs> Amen. You can't, you can't. Yeah. That's awesome. Talking about Christianity to people is like it's saying you love Hitler. <laughs> it's bad right now. Yeah. Like I I don't remember um a time where it was so acceptable to have demonic stuff happening. Yeah. And so unacceptable to be a Christian. Mm -hmm. It would have been more when I was growing up. It would have been more unacceptable. Of course, I grew up in a small town in Wyoming. It would have been more unacceptable to say you didn't believe in God. Yeah. Um, which I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Not that I love the freedom of Christ that we choose Him. Yeah. Well, people think right. People think it's a, a trap in a unfun lifestyle, where mm. like because they've been sold the lie that you can do whatever you want, you can live your life. 
And these hedonistic pleasures. And- yeah. But they've also been told a lie that you'll go to hell, even if like you can't do anything or you're going to go to hell. You mess up one time. If you mess up one time, you're going to yeah. go to hell. But there's a freedom, like, like, like you said, in Christ where it's like, okay, I sin. Like I believe in Christ. I repented of all my sins and I believe in Christ. If I sin, it's a mess up. I apologize, God, but this is my relationship with repent, you. I'm imperfect. Turn repent, turn away. I'm going to keep trying to turn away. But because I sin does not mean I'm going to hell. It be, mm-hmm. like all the, like there's a misunderstanding about what the faith actually represents to most like unbelievers and atheists. I and, think, yes. And I think they're rebelling against this, this marketing that the enemy has done yeah. about who Christ is and who Christ followers are. And we haven't really done ourselves much of a service either with our prideful and our righteousness. And we're going to do a podcast on that too, um, with religious pride and religious spirit and how it really is one of the worst things to turn people away from God. You're representing God and now you're allowing somebody else to accept your misrepresentation because you didn't know how to deliver it right because you're religiously prideful into what you believe. And you think, you know, it's interesting. So as a Christian, do you feel like it's your duty to properly represent God? Yes. And it's hard. You know where I'm going. It's hard. So (laughs) along my journey of making music, (laughs) I've talked about my revelry rock star lifestyle that I didn't actually live because (laughs) I just wanted to portray myself to be somebody. And then as I did this, I created a it, like an algorithm for like making songs. Like I cre- like my go-to things. I my process for making music has become this different person. Mm-hmm. It's dark, and I'm trying to recreate my voice. That's I've awesome. created a voice, uh-huh. and everything that you've heard from now is probably that voice. I mean, I think that they, I have like raw, real stuff in some of the music that I've released that talks about my inner emotion and my my soul. You know, mm-hmm. but along with it has been talking about stupid shit. Like, like <laughs> all I rock is designer clothes. I'll be taking these drugs and turning up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now I'm at a point where it's... Is that hard for you to write and put those kind of lyrics out there now? Is yeah. it harder? Is it, it's getting harder and harder? Are you getting, does God convict you about it? Yeah, and it's really hard. So so not just mom now? Not just mom. And, and <laughs> I'm just teasing you. Hard. I love like, it's so hard because this like I can see like the world in a way now that's a lot different than I used to. And each word counts. Like if I were to make my own music as an artist, like each word counts. And it's gonna influence somebody because it influenced me in some way. You yes. know? And Oh, that's beautiful. It's really difficult when you create a voice mm-hmm. and then to reshape a voice. So mm-hmm. I like the next drop that I'm doing is gonna be like my favorite songs over the hundreds of songs I've made now. And I, you might not think I've made hundreds of songs. but I do. I know. Yeah, I you have. To, but I have maybe some, the I've audience might not because I've only released so much. But yeah. these are like some songs that like I, like I think I deem as worthy enough to be respected by the world. But once I move past this point, I'm moving forward talking much more carefully and cautiously about so, how I represent God, you know? So this is a bittersweet thing for me as your mother and also as understanding art to reflect where we are in the moment. Yeah. So if you read my journals, like I said, over the last, you know, you've seen, I have piles of them. Yeah. If you saw what I wrote 
five, 10 years ago, you'd go, oh my gosh, my mom's come so far in some ways. And oh my gosh, she really hasn't in yeah, some. There's beautiful beauty in like yeah. that journey. But it's still who I was at the time. Yeah. So if I were to turn that into a picture or into music, it's still who I was at the time. But then you also have to honor God and the gift he gave you yeah. and the voice he gave you and how you share it. So, and it's interesting. How do you balance all that? As like, I'm getting stronger in my faith and like really diving into my relationship with God, that it is beautiful to reflect on where I was to where I am now. Cause I would never go back. I could not ever go back because it's just, it's so empty without it. And I th- like, and, and it's cool because to people that have listened to my music, they get to see somebody turn their gears a little bit and it might inspire them to do the same, which is cool. I like that. Cause I've kind of seen this gradual change over time in your music and your lyrics where deeper and deeper, yes. and a real dark point. Yeah. So and then you've been really good about not disparaging women. Cause that is the one thing I hate about rap music is the disparagement of women. I try not to, but it happens a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not, I don't like, I'm not like, well, I think sometimes I don't understand the words you're yeah, using. Yeah. <laughs> You've had to educate me because sometimes I don't understand I'll the lingo. I'll mumble rap here and there. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I try not to, and I know that's like a big one for you. And also I have a girlfriend that I respect. Yes. It, like it, that was a part of my voice when I was growing up is like, or, like or cultivating my voice in music. When I had these influences and like these artists that were around were like saying whatever. And I was like, okay, well like screw it. I'll just say whatever too. And you know? so you're a very respectful person. So that's what was really hard for me. Like, my music does who is not that reflect kid? me very well. Like, but, but honestly, the lyrics are like so good. Yeah. They're, I mean, they are, but they're also so bad, the early ones. Yeah. They're like- the early ones are bad. Was, like catchy. They're catchy. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting how as I'm shifting, I want to talk about that stuff less mm-hmm. or less. I don't. But it's hard to find the right words, right? Because there is a line where I don't want to say it, but like Christian rap can be corny, right? And There's it some good have, stuff. There is good stuff. And I've, uh, as TikTok's growing and stuff, I've been seeing some real cool Christian Kid. rappers and artists, right? I mean, it's not my genre, but I even have a couple in my playlist. I want to make music as well that like can be like real and raw to where I am. like mm-hmm. With and, the message? With the message and glorifies God, but I'm not perfect. Like I still might swear a little bit in my music. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. You're on your journey. So I think, I think part of that, even like swearing or like anything, Yeah, you're on your journey, you know, and I, I, as your mom, you're an adult now. Mm -hmm. So if you ask my opinion, I'll give it to you, Yeah, (laughs) but I'll just tell you my journey is, you know, sometimes after we see that scripture about swearing and we get convicted, it's a little harder to do. Yeah. Right. So as your mother, I try to give advice um, in a way of guidance now. Yeah. And not, you know, you're an adult. I don't have to tell you how to act. I trust you. And I trust that you have a relationship with God and you're moving forward. And he's working all of that stuff out in you. Yeah. But I do know when, because I used to swear a lot. (laughs) I do know, because I needed it for emphasis. Yeah. But- I feel like some there were some words gonna... that could emphasize. Yeah. But, um, and sometimes it slips out now too. But after reading the scriptures that I have about it, it, 
I do get convicted when it slips out now. Yeah. And I think like the conviction, like obviously like I'm trying, like I'll try not to swear. I'll try not to do these things. And sometimes like maybe for me, it was right, right in that moment. Right. Or Mm -hmm. like, and it's kind of like along the journey, like, you know what? Like I'm a bad Christian. No, you're not. (laughs) No, I'm not. But like, if you feel like you're a bad Christian, like, so am I, you know what I mean? We're all bad. How about an imperfect Christian? Yeah. How about that? You know, because we all are imperfect. It's a striking word, bad, but like, you know what I mean? Like, like, I think everybody's, there are a lot of people that are in Christianity are quick to say, that's a bad Christian right there. I think so too. So what? I think we'll probably get some of that just on this podcast because we do on everyone because we're not perfect Christians. If you listen to my music, you'll (laughs) think I'm actually a bad Christian. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're a Christian on your journey and just like yeah. we are. So even on our first podcast, we said some things that I couldn't find it, but I wanted to go because I thought that's not theologically correct afterwards. But you know what's cool? Like, and, but, you know, we're just grateful you get, for you guys to point it out to us. Yeah, you get to progress <laughs> forward though yes. and be more accurate. Yes. I get to progress forward. And if you look at maybe what I've made, the last song, like three songs I've made compared to the first three or even like the middle three, there's been a lot of growth that's, like, like God finishes work. He, right. Like uh, we're, yes. we're the clay. He's the potter and he finishes it all the time. And uh, every time he finishes his good work and like, I'm going to be finished and I'm going to keep being finished and he's going to keep shaping me into this person, but I'm, I'm not perfect right now. Like, and, you know, I think that's okay. Number one problem is religious spirit and religious pride that happens for unbelievers and how they see us. The yeah. second part is they think we need to be perfect. Yeah. And we're not. And I would say within Christian community too, they expect you to be perfect and act perfect. And if yeah. you don't, well, they don't care if you're five minutes into your journey. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And some people take a long journey yeah. to get where they need to be. And I think we have to give grace for people on where they're at. And no, like, like for you, I know your heart and I know that you seek Jesus. Yeah. I know that you spend time with him. I know you spend time in the word, go to church. Plus you spend time with him, which yeah. is more than most. Yeah. So I don't worry about you so much, even when you make a mistake. Yeah. Like it's not, let's say we have a, like maybe you have a third cousin. <laughs> I'm trying to think of somebody who makes a mistake, but isn't really walking that path. I would worry more. Yeah. Right. I, I don't worry because I know God has you and whatever mistake and you make, it's going to be good. And You're I trust gonna, that he's going to finish his work in me too. He is. You know what I mean? Like, and I hold if we so, allow him to. I've held so much stress and guilt and shame over like the messages that I've written and even the stuff that I do make now because I'm still trying to find my voice in it that like, I'm just going to do as I do and have God convict me and bring me to the right thing. Right? And you'll learn. That's how we learn, right? Yeah. We are going to model after our father. Yeah. Model after your parents. That's how we all learn. Model after Jesus. Mm-hmm. What would, you know, I love the old saying, what would Jesus do? But yeah. I mean, I use it a lot. Like, yeah. okay, how would Jesus act as a leader in this situation? How would Jesus act as a mother in this situation? Yeah. And use that as your guiding principle, right? Mm-hmm. If we all could do that all the time, the world would be perfect and we wouldn't even be having any conversations. Yep. <laughs> We'd be gone. People had forethought. Yeah. And, yeah. That's the beauty of it. So so where do you think you're headed with your music? Like what's coming up? What kind of genres are you yeah. are you so, thinking of getting into or working on right now? The next tape I'm releasing is I, I think like a good point where I can bring the music that I've made past like that's like mm-hmm. mark one right mm-hmm. this, this is mark one twist i have to just ask the question yeah so you have 
music that you're going to release that has a messaging that you don't really Love. align with. Yeah. And you're going to release it. Yep. Why? Um, I think it's like an homage to like what this person was, you know what okay. I mean? And what like, this is the last of like this version of Twist, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And there's songs that are just really hard for me to let go. I can't just like, I don't want to like, just not let the world hear them because. Because they are part of your life. Yeah. They're important to me. I like them. I enjoy listening to them. I think they're sick. Like, mm -hmm. if, like the message is kind of bad on a couple of them. So this is where I think I differ with you on the message. Yeah. Sometimes what you're saying the message is, is like bad or wrong. And to me, when I've listened to some of them, it's just like, that's just what happened to you. You're just telling somebody what happened to you. Yeah, but there's some songs like on that's coming up that's like I'm kind of bragging a lot. Oh. Like there's a song called Brag and I'm just talking crap. Like Okay. You know. <laughs> there's uh, like things like that cuz it's easy to brag in rap music and just talk about what you have, you know what I mean, and what you're doing and what your life looks like. And I feel like a lot of rappers brag about what their life looks like. But yes. um like it still sounds cool to me. And I think like, you know, That's like cool I've listened sound. to a lot of like hardcore rap music and mm -hmm. I like that that was an inspiration and that's kind of like the fruit of watching, mm -hmm. listening to it so much. Do you think you'll ever um, do a Christian album? Yeah, I think you I do? will. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to make a rock album. I want to make a country album someday. Like I, I want to- That'd be so cool. I want to make all sorts of stuff. And, and I think now that like I'm start like I'm learning guitar and I'm dabbling uh -huh. into different genres and- like listening to the classics and, and caring about these things that I didn't before, mm -hmm. you know, at all. Um, I'm definitely wanting to expand what's coming forward, but also continue to be shaped by the potter mm -hmm. to glorify him in a better way, you know? Yes. Cause I know that I say this now and I want, I want to say like everything after this is going to be perfect Christian music, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's There's gonna... not even perfect Christian music out there. I mean, yeah. even in our church that we go to, our pastor is very, very, and the worship director, they're very vigilant about what music they'll play and that it, one, glorifies God yeah. and two, aligns with the word. Yeah. So sometimes we have imperfect Christians making music. So the music might be great. So this is how they fix that. They change the wording so it's accurate. Yeah. If it's a great song, you know, yeah. which I love. They, you know, they take out some of the stuff cool. that isn't really aligned with the word. And it's kind of interesting because like now when you make music, like it's, it's a lot less like live mm -hmm. nowadays because people don't usually use brands. And a lot of people are one-man bands where they have a it's interesting a single interface and a, a DAW like Ableton, you know, mm -hmm. and they make their own music in their bedroom and they release it and it's just like a staple in time of that song. That is kind of hard to like, you know, if you're a, a, made a song in the bedroom, it's a lot less likely that you're going to be playing it live that much. You know what I mean? Right. And you're, it's just going to get streams instead if it blows up. Um, I think. I think it's interesting. Like, I think it's cool that you like the people at your church are able to like still perform like these, like maybe classic songs that yeah. are, you know, maybe have like the message that they didn't want, but they get to make it theirs and also God's. Yes. Which is cool. And I think, I think I like that they do that. I also like that they give people grace that not everyone's where they're at. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I like that church. Yeah. yeah, they're there to teach and disciple. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah. 
Life Church Boise, if you're in town. Life Church, yeah, it's cool. I, they got some sound doctrine, man. They got some real good yes. stuff. Real, yeah, real good teaching. Tyler always comes to my church um, when he comes to Boise, and I go to his church, the yeah. Pillar in Scottsdale, when yeah, I go Pillar. to Arizona, and yep. I we I am. It's like kind of two completely different experiences, it is. but I feel like they go well together. It is cool. It's cool to get both of them because like, you know, they're Preston, such different teachers. They're like, yeah, a, a pillar in, in Preston, like Preston can te- has a very like emotional, like in, in relationship with God and like how he's like, you know, like a friend of God. He's right now he's doing a series, a friend of God. And it's cool to feel like his emotion, like this beautiful, like relationship that they have and be inspired by it. It was, but it also, is very inspiring. Yeah. Is it, and then to go to your church and be like taught like a, a biblically accurate, like sound doctrine, but also like that that's dad and that this is me as a son and this is how it works. Mm-hmm. Message. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get revelation at both churches. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's nice to be able to get both, yes, and both of those in. It in is my nice. spiritual diet. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's hard. I feel guilty when when I'm I don't, I'm not at my home church a lot because I we travel back and forth a lot. But yeah. um, I do I do I'm so grateful you found a good church there. Yeah, me too. Me too. So well, that's a shout out to your girlfriend for yeah. doing that for put, us, putting putting us there. Yeah, but I hope to I I want to make more Christian music, but some like I also want to make just like like secular music that can glorify God too a little bit. You know I like mean? that too. I don't want to, for me, when I think like about like making Christian music, like I feel like I just get locked into like this Christian contemporary music and that's it. Well, that's there's, all the music there's a lot of make. people that cross over into both. Yeah. And, and I would like to like be able to cross over and kind of just, just make music a little more freely than like, and not be in a putting box. in a box. You know what okay. I mean? And I think that like if Well, it's kind of like our podcast. We're Christians and we're doing a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's cool. I mean, our Christianity just comes out in yeah. our conversation because we are. Yeah. And even like in the in the tape that or the the next project that I'm releasing, like I say I say Jesus once. I I know <laughs> I got it in once, I noticed. But um like there there are like hints of God in there where I'm mm-hmm. speaking about him, like especially in what cheery um where like at the like it's it is a, a kind of a Christian song. I did cuss a little bit, but I'm, I'm I might go revise it. But anyways, like it talks about like like the shame that comes into like 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 that that I've been fed. Mm-hmm. from like being like disciplined by God a little bit, not disciplined, but like feeling the conviction, right? right. In, in myself and like me not like, like, like having a shame towards myself in those moments, but it's really like a sanctifying moment with God, right? Uh, so you, so you talk about your journey from learning from shame to sanctification yeah. instead of, instead of taking shame, you've learned it that it's a yeah. beautiful cleansing. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. And, and at, the, at the beginning, it's like, like, like I see this change happening, but like it hurt. Like like I feel like the same. I feel okay. Like so these are a little older. Is yeah, it's about like half a year ago. Okay. Um, and then at the end, it's really cool. Like oh, like I, I hadn't listened to it in a while, but I listened to it again and it made me cry. I was like, oh, this is a good song because at the end, where it's like, they won't uh, kill my shame. They might feel my pride, but I know they won't love me like you. You know what I mean? Oh, it's just like I it's like cool. that. Yeah. When you can release that? Probably in October, November. Okay. Yeah. So we have. To, can we put a link to like your Spotify if people yeah. want to hear your music? <laughs> <laughs> hey, just give the kid grace. He's learning. He's growing. He's finding his place. I yeah. give you grace. I'm your mom. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. Also on the same tape, like there's like when I'm like, there's a song about like pride. It's like there's a song about pride that it's called. I forgot what it's called. Um, 
You've done a lot of songs. A lot <laughs> if you of songs. can't I remember can't all your titles or yeah. your songs. But at the end where it's like, God, like, kill my pride. You know what I mean? Where it's like, it's like these subtle things where I can kind of bring it in, but still like well, that's talk about what my I story. Feel like, even you know? your older songs, there's always a message in them that I kind of get. Yeah, yeah. It's, at least something. There's like a real story. And that's what I thought was always different about your rap than yeah. others. Sometimes it just seems like this crazy words out there, they just say to rhyme. Yeah. And maybe I'm, not, I'm just not deep enough to get it. Yeah. But yours, and it may be because I know I also you. get to explain it to you, though, as you're listening to it. This I, is true. That's yeah. fair. That's I, I fair. like come up rap, though. Like somebody like sharpening themselves to like. That's cool. Reach the glory. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So do you think um, you'll work with other artists besides rappers? Like, do you think yeah. you would work at the country music? I want to record a band. I want oh, to record. Cool. I, I need to upgrade my setup a little bit and uh, like get more uh-huh. inputs and outputs to be able to record that many people and get enough mics too. Okay. I mean, it's, it's kind of an investment, but I my, I would love to record like a rock band, a country band, punk band. Like I would love to do all of that. Like that's that's, cool. You never would have said that a few years ago. Yeah. And, and as I'm getting older, I'm not really liking the artist lifestyle that much, especially Mm -hmm. as I'm coming to my faith. Like I don't like the idea of fame very much. Um, I was going to ask you that. I don't like the idea of fame. I don't like being away from home that much. I like being at home. You're I a like, homebody. You've been traveling a lot. You just got back from Europe. Yeah, you man, came. I like to, I like to be at home. <laughs> I like to be in the studio and my sanctuary and just hang out and relax and, and just be, you know, um, yeah. that I'm starting to take a switch towards focusing on engineering and production a little bit mm-hmm. more and putting artists a little bit behind, but not neglecting it completely. Like I still want to make music and still want to release like my own music, but I think I would like to much rather take a step into like engineering and mixing and mastering and recording for people and, and living that lifestyle because I think it's a little bit more, uh, has a little bit more longevity in my life, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think mixing mastering is my bread and butter. So That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Can you think, give any advice to somebody who would like to follow in your steps and maybe wants to learn how to producer what where did you learn the most because you even went to school for this yeah but did you learn the most from school or on your own can, can you give them any kind of so, advice on where to get started youtube university get YouTube. on youtube but it's it's like you're gonna learn like secondhand information from somebody right that mm-hmm. they've picked up and it's not like guided so like there's missing parts and it was really cool that I got to go to like a, a fast paced school to like learn the basics and kind of like get set out on my journey to go work in a studio. But like both of those things have like pros and cons. I think the pros of like I went to Crass was like, I got to see it all. I got to see start to finish, like what it looks like. I got to ask as many questions as I wanted. I got to correct some of my like thinking and, and, and learn about, just like the, the, the standard, the technical stuff. Right? So it was worth it for you to go to school there. It was cool. Like, I, I feel like I got to see everything. Okay. Right. But well, and then you also the interned was, at a studio. Yeah. Yeah. And I also interned at a studio. Um, but like, I feel like the cons of school was I didn't learn a lot of like mixing technique oh, okay. as much as I would have liked to, cause it was a short term thing. It's a school for audio engineers. Okay. So not producers, not like an artist, like okay. it's, it's for engineering and what it looks like to work in a studio and to be a studio person or in different realms of audio, like uh, live sound and stuff like that and video game sound. Um, 
and it, it's cool because it gives you like different options to see what you want to do. But it is, it's not just recording studio lifestyle in how to mix a song. It's like, here's how a console works and here's how you get signal to start here and end here. Here's signal okay. flow. Here's how this, here's how the console works. Here, you got to memorize a bunch of stuff in case you're in a situation that you need to know it. I didn't get to learn much like theory very much, okay. as much as I would have liked. Did there, you learn but, that on your own? Yeah, I, I okay. think- but it, it's, hard to teach. it's hard to teach because okay. it's something that you just have to like, you have to grow your ears. Well, and, and you I do have that, a gift. That's a gift too. Yeah. Like, not yeah, that we sure. can't grow into a gift. But yeah. I'm just yeah. Saying. You have to develop your ear. And I think that YouTube is really cool in certain things for like tips. Cause okay. like you get to learn like plugin tips. Like here's how I use this plugin in this certain type of way, or here's how I use saturation to do this or compression to do this. And these are a and lot you, of big words. Yeah. 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 Just for, <laughs> this is for people that make music. Yes. Right. But um, I think like, no, or I think dive into YouTube mm-hmm. and figure out your realm and decide and, and, and put all the hats on, put all the hats on because it can only benefit you. What do you mean I'm, by all the hats? I put artist hat on. I okay. put a producer hat on. I put an engineering hat on. And it's really cool because I feel like I know what an artist wants because I know what I want. But mm-hmm. every artist is different. Well, and you work and, with other artists too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so and being helpful. able to produce and see how these things come to fruition. And, and mm-hmm. I think it, I'm very happy that I got to do all of it by myself. Mm-hmm. And with God, obviously. <laughs> Glory to God. But um, to be able to like put all the hats on it and know all the different things, parts of it. Um and then I think like, just get your repetitions in. When say you say yes that, you mean your 5,000 at- Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say yes to every like invitation to music. Yes. Make connections. I'm not great at that. I don't- I know. I was so yeah. impressed the first time that you got to, you got invited to yeah. do a performance. I was so impressed because you were so new. Oh yeah. And yeah. you went and did it and you yeah. killed say, it. It say was yes awesome. To stuff. It's um, good, but that's how you learn. That's how you grow. Yeah. Yeah. Say yes. And find like a, a good mentor- you know, mm-hmm. I'm thankful for Javi, like in my artistry, I feel like he's Javi's mentored me cool. in that way. I feel like I got to find really cool YouTube teachers, um, like Colt Caperone, mm-hmm. like he's just got cool stuff. He does a lot of country stuff, but he has a really cool studio and he reviews You should gear. probably put their, we'll put their YouTube channels yeah. on here too. Cause they, they yeah. post as well. Yeah. Or, um, Javi posts, right? I've seen yeah. some of his stuff. And also working at the studio was cool. Cause I got to see like how they did stuff a little bit, but I didn't spend too much time there. Cause I just. Mm-hmm. whatever but to see the whole setup and how it works because you've yeah. met some famous ar- artists coming through yeah, yeah it was yeah. cool it was cool to see some stuff um but i think that's also what was interesting about that was that you decided after working with famous some famous artists or yeah. being around them you didn't really want to do that anymore for a while yeah i like because it, w- it wasn't what you thought they tell you to never meet your heroes <laughs> yeah artists can be kind of prima donnas sometimes yeah. and very entitled a little bit, but you know, I'm an artist too. So I bet I could probably be the same way, well, we, but I also put on the other hats. We yeah, tell you. I put on the other hats too. So <laughs> it's not all artists, but I think that turned me off for a while. Cause I was like, man, you're treating the engineer like crap. Yeah. And who wants to do this for a living? Dude. Like it's like customer service kind of for, and <laughs> yeah. I don't, whatever, you know what I mean? And that's yeah, hard. I, like yeah. dealing with yeah. prima donnas in any industry. Yeah. But I think that's, it kind of depends on like what level you are too, right? Because I think that a higher, more more you charge, the more you value you, your 
value, mm. right? That you give, the less likely that people like that. Like I think like the low people that are willing to pay like a hundred dollars for like a session, mm-hmm. like a like a cheap session, are willing to probably be a little more prima donna ish. You know okay. what I mean? But if you're like charging a higher session or working with higher named artists, like they're a little bit less like that, I feel like. That's good. They might be picky, but they're rightfully picky in a respectful way. You know? Okay. But I don't know. Whatever. It's <laughs> <laughs> just what you found. That yeah. was just your experience. Just yeah. curious about yeah. it. So you want to give glory to God, which yeah. I appreciate. Thank you. Thank you, God, for um, relentlessly pursuing our family. How do you plan on glorifying God in your life going forward? I think like in my music, like reflect Him. And I want to bring glory to His name in like my music. You know what I mean? And I want to show people how I change in my in music. Oh. I think that's like a lot of like, what my music is, is like, it starts me in a dark place and then it ends me in like a, a happy place. You know what I mean? So you're telling a story. Yeah, telling a story. Um, when it comes to engineering, like I want to be able to lead by example in my life to mm-hmm. artists that come in contact with me. Mm-hmm. I want to work with Christian artists. I think that'd be cool awesome. and help them, you know? Yes, I do too. Yeah, I feel like they're reliable clients yes. <laughs> um, and yeah just be able to put my hands on like the stuff so God can I can be a part of it so God can get it out for somebody that needs it that's awesome which is cool and you also do this podcast with us where I hope yeah. that we can glorify and people can see him through us and our growth here as well which mm-hmm. I'm so grateful because he does help me out here too he hops yeah. on podcasts with me and yeah. um, I make the videos yes. I make the the reels he just, it's nice though. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you do the podcast too. So like not every one of them, but yeah. I like hearing your voice because I'm 50 and yeah. you know, you're 24. Yeah. So it gives it a cool, different perspective on life. Yeah. I think um, because, and interesting, our demographics are, are your age and my age respectively. Okay, that's interesting, huh? <laughs> and, and who's watching us, which is yeah. so fascinating to me. Yeah. So I think that's fun. Anyway, so I hope that if we do make theological errors now or in the future, please, you know, feel free to share. We yeah. want to learn and um, grow with our brothers and sisters in Christ. But um, I I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But just be kind. We're also going to have an <laughs> eternal security debate here soon enough. Not debate, but yes, we're th- those are kind of some a couple of our subjects coming up. We didn't realize that we wanted to um, do so much Christian content, but I think that's both, you know, our hearts are there. It just comes out, yeah. It just comes out. So we want to talk, um, I do want to talk about uh, a spirit of religiousness or religious pride in um, an upcoming podcast. And we're also going to talk about um, salvation, what that really looks like. And if it's, uh, if you, works-based or (laughs) faith-based. So that's coming up. And then we, additionally, um, I have, an employee slash partner that works with us that has spent a great deal of time in prison. And he's going to share his story and his, I guess, beautiful story of how he's grown and changed his entire life, his entire family has, and what he's learned and how he wants to help other people from not going in that direction or get out of it quicker and help people whose parents have kids maybe going to prison Mm -hmm. and how 
they can steel themselves against what's coming up and prepare themselves. So those are some of the topics we have coming up. I think we're also thinking about doing a Bible study. We go through the yes. go through the Bible. I think those are ones I'd probably end up being on. But we're going to start interviewing more guests, which is cool. Yes, we have some cool we're also guests in a coming new set, up. If you haven't noticed, yes, we're at a new set. We've moved from Arizona to Boise, so yeah. and then we're, we're building to... our set out in the back. But we're using my living room for now. We got a little dog <laughs> and a dog. But we just want to thank you guys for joining us. Yeah, thank and, you for um, listening. Feel free to share your story. If you're in the music business, yeah. hit him up in the notes. If you're not, if you're considering it or your thoughts on it, if you have experience in it, please you know share. share. If you disagree with us on any topic, please share in the comments. Also, please like and subscribe. It really helps us out, helps us build what we're trying to do here. If you believe in what we're trying to do here, if you think we yeah. deserve it, only then. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>